Your brain might just help you learn something in more ways than one. Welcome to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Dr. Bell is a licensed marriage and family therapist. He'll be your guide on this crazy exploration designed to bring life back into our existence. Can you become the element of change in an ever-changing world? Possibly, but you've got to listen on to find out. Now, here is the host of Absurd Psychology, Dr. Gary Bell. Welcome, everybody. All right. Today, we're talking about finding your soulmate. Well, you know... Some people spend their life searching for love more than actually doing spiritual work. And in this life, meaning comes from our spiritual work. However, you know, we tend to think of this ideal of the soulmate. And the soulmate is like this. We're souls living a human life. So our body and our minds are separate from our soul, but all of them work together. And so what I'm trying to say is that the soul is the primal driver of our life. And oftentimes when we match up with other people and our souls seem to have a similar journey, that is a very attractive aspect that is very hard to separate. And many people have many versions of a soulmate throughout their life. Uh, some people say you have 10 to 12 soulmates in your life where they match up directly with who you are. And it's a very natural fit. And so what's important is that we are able to come to grips with the commitments that we have in this life. Sometimes people are married, but they're not necessarily married to their soulmate or in a relationship with their soulmate. And then all of a sudden they find someone that they're attracted to as a soulmate. And then the real challenge is shall they abandon their ego? Shall they abandon their life as it is and jump on board with the soulmate in hope and prayer and, and in the idea of faith that that is the relationship they should be in, despite the fact that it may destroy their children's life, their spouse's life, and, and their integrity and everything else that they have built. And so it's a real challenge of looking at life through the vision of a soulmate. You know, but the question really really is, will I ever find the one? And it's a question that many people who are single or in unsatisfying relationships grapple with. And, and if you listen to pop culture and society at large and tune into a great love ballad, then you'll be hard pressed not to think that there is a special someone for each of us, us our destiny. And we have However, the science of relationships, which is very different, tells us that the idea that we each have a soulmate or a destiny to be with in a particular someone is really very dangerous and when it comes to relationship success and that's holding a destiny relationship mindset can be very problematic you know a destiny relationship mindset involves beliefs that there is one true love for each of us and that we have a particular image of what that partner should look like and 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 there's also research that suggests that people who hold a destiny mindset tend to accept things the way they are and their relationship is viewed as either uh, 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 perfect because it fits with what they're looking for or the relationship falls short of what their ideal is and so it's not the one. And so the consequence is that people with destiny mindsets work less at their relationships, struggle to deal with relationship setbacks and are particularly dissatisfied if the partner or the relationship changes in a way that it, de uh, it devaluates their soulmate-like image. 
And sometimes in a relationship, we find things out about our partner that may be despicable prior to the relationship that we have with them. And we don't know that part of them. And we feel tricked that that person uh, personified what was called our our soulmate, but did not become that person in the marriage because they were a quote unquote fraud. You know, when it comes to meeting that special someone, people who hold a destiny mindset may be less receptive to connecting with potential mates because these possible partners don't align with their mental image of the one. Instead, a person with a destiny mindset look for flaws or shortcomings in anybody that they meet instead of focusing on their good characteristics. And that's why it's important in dating not to have an agenda. What's really important is to just meet without an agenda for coffee don't have anything set forward like you know going out to dinner going to a movie doing all these long drawn out things no go and see if that person has the same energy or if you have that connectedness with that person and if you do maybe you go out to dinner or maybe you do something different maybe you go get some drinks maybe do something else but the bottom line is just start simple without an agenda you're just going to make a friend and then see what happens after you know, uh, despite thinking about a newfound love interest could be a match, a person may not commit to the relationship, hoping that something better comes along. And so people with that idea of the soulmate sometimes end up passing up what could have been the best possible relationship in their life, and yet they don't commit. And what's really interesting is marriage and long-term relationships do not work on a try. Any kind of relationship, if you're going to have it, if you want to make it work, it has to be a will or won't. That means that you're either all in or you're all out because you understand that how you treat your partner directly comes back to you and how they treat you directly comes back to them. But you're committed to work out every single problem. You're committed to not have trust issues, which create enormous amounts of conflict and rip the binder off of any relationship. And so the bottom line is when people are all in, they're a lot safer than a try. And people that throw out the D word and divorce or the breaking up uh, on a consistent basis are forcing their partner to not ever do a will anymore. Now it's a try and now we have to debate whether or not we're married or going to be in a relationship for the rest of our relationship. And that in turn creates a self-fulfilling prophecy that you likely won't be together. And so if you're going to throw out breakup or divorce, you're likely going to get one. And so the bottom line is you need to be very careful with how you decide to use those words because that means your partner has to prepare for you to be a jerk. You know, if you're holding a destiny mindset, people who hold a growth relationship mindset fare a lot better. A growth relationship includes beliefs and expectations that relationships evolve, they develop, they grow over time. And that translates into couples engaging in more problem-solving and constructive ways of dealing with relationship issues. And that's huge. And that's realistic. And that's healthy. 
you know, the mindset of, of, of growth also helps couples to support each other's personal development as a way to pursue relationships and goals that enhance the relationship of them together. That means in our personal life, we are thriving and that also is contributing to our relationship. You know, so if we find that we hold a growth mindset, you know, many and very relationship benefits include more than effective handling of, of conflict, increased relationship and sexual satisfaction and more constructive ways of dealing with relationship stressors and challenges is the mindset of growth can even buffer against relationship destruction. So there's some people in long term relationships who believe that they knew they had met their soulmate the minute that they laid eyes on them. Others say that the meeting of their lifetime love was written in the stars. But when you hear that the way that many of these long term satisfied couples talk about their relationships, you learn that they in fact hold a growth mindset. That means yes, we may have the soulmate connection, but we may not have all the components yet. And so we have to still grow together. We can't just be perfect from the beginning. There is no such thing as perfect in this lifetime. Everything that we do has measured uh, a measuredness to it. And so we as people are flawed. Therefore, we do not have perfection in our makeup. But when you hear the way that many of these long term uh, couples get together and, and say that, hey, you know, this is my soulmate has always been my soulmate. That means that they are willing to do. I'm all in. I will be in this relationship. And that is an important aspect of what makes it all work. It's not the, the soulmate concept. It's that I will. I'm committed to be in this relationship no matter what with this person. We will grow together. We'll build a life together. We'll create memories together. We'll work hard together. And we will have life experiences that are always going to be memorable. So rather than waiting for your fate when it comes into the relationships, why not take destiny in your own hands and opt for a growth mindset? It might just shape your future in finding and keeping that special someone in your life. You know, if you look at Gottman, uh, a great psychologist, you know, we that he says that we're all social creatures and have a deep underlying desire to find that one perfect person to spend the rest of our days with. But that person, uh, when you meet them, you feel an uncontrollable attraction to them and an illogical sense of familiarity with them. And as if you've known that person for a lifetime or perhaps lifetimes, and perhaps that's where it comes from. Maybe there is such a thing as reincarnation. Maybe we do travel in pods and maybe we do play different roles in different lifetimes. That's possible. And that could be possibly where the soulmate concept comes from. But whatever you want to call it, films, TV, uh, all of that have romanticized the phenomenon as known as the soulmate. But when what we really know about the perfect mate or the ideal partner is questionable. And psychology is, is finally shedding light on the mystery that encapsulates so many hearts in the belief that we're going to have that romantic connection in our life. And when we have it, don't pass it up. But what, are that, what is that going to do to our commitments? You know, there's also dating sites like 
OKCupid or Chemistry.com that boast about their in-depth personal tests and claim that someone with similar answers to the questions on their tests can result in finding that perfect mate. We have to be careful with that because that sounds very appealing for a whole lot of reasons. First, naturally, you want to be with someone who shares the same values as you, perhaps even someone who enjoys similar activities like rock climbing. Secondly, it only seems logical to search for another person that also wants to raise children, begin a family, you know, and have a lasting relationship that they yearn to love for for social creatures that, that we all do that. We are social creatures, but some are introverts and some are extroverts. And that's a black and white thinking, by the way. But, you know, the bottom line is some of us are both. And meeting that perfect person that matches that perfect chemistry can be extremely help, hopeful and happy and create a lot of hope in your life. However, you still need that growth mindset if you want to make it work. You know, there's a lot of, of, of compelling evidence that compatibility sites are very good. But how well and how long do the relationships have similar interests or quirks may not last because people evolve and change and their interests sometimes evolve and change. Someone may be into what we call rock climbing or, or hiking, but suddenly they get a disability or they get sick and they're not interested in that anymore. Now they want to do knitting or something else that's different. So we evolve and we have to understand that. And so that's why the growth mindset is much healthier from the perspective instead of um, – uh, this soulmate concept. You know, couples that feel content and warmth in their relationships say that compatibility wasn't an issue. In fact, they said it, 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 it was they who made the relationship work, not the compatibility of their personalities. But when unhappy couples are asked what they think about their compatibility, they often answer that, that compatibility is extremely important, especially to a long-term relationship or marriage. Compatibility is critical. Sadly, you know, because if you're sitting around thinking, you know, we have to always do something, that tells you you're avoiding each other. If you can actually sit in the same room, be quiet and do something different and still love each other and have compatibility for each other, that says a lot. You know, it puts a lot of weight on relationships when we're with someone and we feel like we're always having to do something with or without them. That tells us that we are also avoiding a part of that person that we either resent or don't like or don't feel comfortable with. You know, that's where the issue arises with compatibility. Everyone who's unhappy naturally blames it on the 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 the, the facade of compatibility. They'll blame it on their partner. They fail to realize that and comprehend that a successful relationship does not hinge on its posterity, uh, on, on how alike you are. Instead, it hangs on the sheer willpower and the want to stay in the relationship. That's the critical component. Your will. Your your soul, your essence, what drives you, what drives you emotionally, your integrity. If you value integrity, you will have to understand that integrity is what compels you to have a great life and makes you magnetic into your older adult life. People that 
don't manage their integrity and do whatever they feel, do whatever they want and make those soulmate uh, emotional decisions are going to find themselves in a very critical place of not having very many concrete relationships to hinge on. And so sadly, a lot of those people disappear into nursing homes, into hospitals, into sickness, into ill health, into the woods, into somewhere like a log cabin held up because they basically never manage their integrity and therefore they don't attract relationships of people who want to see them in their older years when they are much more burdensome. And it's also can be observed in arranged marriages where they tend to last longer and tend to be happier in their relationships uh, uh, because the arranged uh, marriages, because they don't have the option of divorce uh, like we do in the United States. And of course not. It's because they choose to stay committed and aren't looking for the next best thing or someone that's more suitable in their eyes. And sadly, with the with the, the, the birth of birth control back in the 60s and the sexual revolution, we suddenly started to begin to understand that we could have multiple partners. We could do all kinds of crazy things and not be held accountable because of birth control. And so many people started to have affairs. Divorce became very high. And now we're up in our 60s and 70% of divorces of marriages end up in divorce. And so, you know, the, the idea that we can just continue looking and looking and looking for that soulmate creates a lot of problems with the responsibilities we bring in this life, like children. And sadly, they become the victim of your romanticized idea of a soulmate instead of the commitment of what you stood for and the covenant that you made to be married or be in a long-term relationship. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about the types of soulmates that there are out there. So come back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Dr. Gary Bell is available for speaking engagements as well as teaching at your seminar or workshop and life coaching via telephone Skype or in person in the Seattle area. Dr. Bell brings his no-nonsense, straight-from-the-hip discussions each week on the show, but it doesn't stop there. Learn about motivation and psychology, one-couple marriage repair, a two-day workshop in Seattle, and more. Visit drgbmft.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856. It's time to serve, learn, change the world. Tune in each week for the power of young people to change the world. Hosted by NYLC's CEO, Amy Muirs. The program is a forum for both young people and the adults who love and support them. We make connections with others through stories of change, partnership, and new perspectives of issues facing the world today. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is dr. 
gbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now, back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back, everybody. All right, we're talking about the, the, the finding your soulmate. And, and throughout our lives, we meet a whole bunch of different soulmates. All of them will be captivating, memorable, absolutely necessary for your soul's growth. And so there's types of soulmates that you'll meet and fall in love with in your lifetime. One of them is called the friendship soulmate. And sometimes we just meet a person and we just click for the moment. We lay eyes on each other. It's as if we've known them for our entire life, even if we've only known them a few minutes. And so we tell each other everything. And you talk about to this person for hours on end and never get bored. And you share everything about yourself and they don't judge you. And these types of soulmates actually know you better than and you know yourself, which is why they are extremely important in your life. They get you in ways nobody else does and help you navigate your way through all of life's trials and triumphs. This friendship soulmate is a gift and one you should treasure your entire life because they are here to stay. Also, there is the wrecking ball type of soulmate. And this soulmate is somebody that comes into your life peacefully. They enter into shake things up and they change us and they, they make us question everything we thought we knew about life. There, there's a clear before them and after them distinction when we look back on our lives and realize that we are now a completely different person than the day we met them. And this type of soulmate can come in many forms, but it's normally a romantic relationship that leaves us feeling as if we've been swept up like a tornado, taken for a ride of our life and then dumped from the sky with no warning and in an exhausted tailspin. And despite feeling like we don't know what just happened since the ride was so fun when it first started, the beauty of this type of soulmate is that they, like a tornado hitting leave mass wreckage behind and we're forced to rebuild from the ground up and can now make our new home as anything we want and most people rebuild something completely different way more beautiful than what existed before them now there's also this 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 uh, lover affair soulmate type of person and these people don't stay in our lives forever but they come in as a lover and typically take on the form of a really beautiful relationship for a period of time they might be our first love an affair that we had while being with someone else or simply a lover who we had no strings attached relationship with and these soulmates are meant to be in our lives for a certain period of time to teach us about ourselves and other important lessons that will be really important and meaningful down the road. So typically, these types of relationships don't start off with that instant connection butterflies in the stomach, feeling that we think we should feel with a potential partner. But over time, it builds and the relationship turns into something serious and meaningful. So soulmates like this often stay on good terms and they become friends after relationships ends, but both realize and acknowledge how much the other person taught them. Therefore, that soul connection lasts a life time even though the romantic portion of the dynamic actually fades then there's this complete stranger and this type of soulmate comes in the form of a very brief encounter with someone you don't know and it might be a person that you sat next to on a flight for a few hours it might be someone you meet and spend time with one evening at a party it can be as brief as an encounter with the strangers whose eyes you meet on the street and you exchange just a few words with but typically the feeling is oh 
I recognize you almost as if you've seen them before and you're remembering them, but you can't place it. And if you believe in past lives, it's typically because you're recognizing them as someone who truly is from your past. And so the exchange is brief, but intimate. And they normally say something that you need to hear at the moment, and they validate something that you've been feeling or push you in a direction you need to go but are afraid of. And so you know in the depths of your soul the encounter meant something, even though you never see them again. And then we have this divine, godlike love soulmate, and this soulmate that everyone desires to have. And if we're lucky enough, we'll meet them and live out the rest of our days in, on this earth together. They encompass all of the above, the familiarity, the feeling of knowing them in your entire lifetime, uh, the intense bond, the connection that never goes away, the deep friendship, and the extraordinary enhanced deep-seated love. You know, finding a mate to spend a life with can be very different. So we know that building a relationship with someone is dependent on you and the other person. And it has more or less nothing to do with compatibility. But what we want to really understand is that, you know, if we look at it from John Gottman's perspective, the measures of personality are incompatible of truly predicting the length of the success of the relationship. So that means that we may find a soulmate but they may not be involved in a link of living through the entire existence of our lives. You know, some people are there to touch and go, to improve, to help, to tear apart, to change directions, to change our spiritual life. Um, you know, the, the meaning is not who you are, but what you do that will prolong and help you find a perfect mate. And that comes from Gottman, by the way, John Gottman. And it's also how to speak to each other, how well you get along, how you move through time together. All of those, though you may have, you know, that connect in this point, that soul connection, you may not meet each other on the practical things like time together, getting along, understanding each other's love language. You know, your partner should support all of your life dreams. They should be all in on being behind you, both of you being behind you. And the, the law of attraction really has to do with this in a relationship. If the man can cherish the woman, which is what a woman looks for in a relationship, all, you know, that's from 30,000 feet up. If you don't get that, she'll nag you till you're dead. And so the bottom line, if, if, if you're in a relationship, a woman wants to be cherished. What is cherished? I can't be the woman, I, the man I am without her. I don't even know why she's with me. I'm so lucky to have her. It's that way when I'm with her. It's that way when I'm not with her. If you can do that right. You're going to have a harmonious relationship. Women to men, you know, with men, they want to feel respected. They want to feel heard like they have a voice. It doesn't mean you have to agree with them. That's not important. What's important is that they've been heard. And that means you consider them. And if you're able to consider them, that means you respect them. But if you cannot be a good listener, if you're a person that has to talk over everybody who's over controlling, overbearing, and only want the things that you want, which some the, even the people that do that don't even want to recognize that quality in themselves. But if you are that way, you are not going to give the man what he needs, which is respect, listening. 
If you're good at listening, that's going to make a relationship work. Otherwise, a man feels demasculated. That means he's not valued. That means he's not looked at as a man. If you take that away from a man, he will resent you and he will not cherish you. And resentment creates enormous walls in relationships where, especially in intimacy, we tend to find ourselves not attracted to each other. You know, don't think it's all just how we view each other. You know, a lot of connection you feel with another person is emotion. Therefore, you must be capable of responding to each other when you need something. You know, does your partner turn towards you with equal enthusiasm? You need to ask questions and constantly update your knowledge of each other because we change and our values change and and, and our sense of priorities change more than our values. And so what's important is we adapt to that and adapt to each other. We may actually counterbalance each other. Let's say one person uh, suddenly does not value uh, their education as much. Well, the other per- partner may reinforce the education in order to create balance in that person's life. You know, if you're truly looking for the love and want to find the person that you can spend the rest of your life with, remember that it is you who creates compatibility. There's no magic formula. There's no perfect algorithm to make something fruitful on a relationship. For instance, women in their early 30s are often often uh, uh, in the, the position to find the person that they're going to be married to. They pray to God it's going to be their soulmate, but the bottom line is they want to have kids before they get into what's called a geriatric pregnancy at 35 years old. And so they have a tendency to have that biological clock, and in that window, as the closer they get there, the more desperate they become to find the soulmate. But the bottom line is they need to have a growth mentality, and they need to take the pressure off of the geriatric pregnancy and turn to the idea of finding the person that matches up with them and that can grow with them. You know, we uh, uh, if we want to find that magic formula, uh, we need to look for another person who somewhat matches up with us and counterbalances us, uh, us. And we both end up looking up to each other and feel a strong sense of familiarity. But these are but a small slice of what we really need. We need a lot of other things in a healthy relationship. And number one is communication. And so men that are stuck in the ruminative role of not wanting to communicate their ideas until they're thought through and women who love to talk about their ideas the minute they come to their brain those two need to find balance and respect for each other women are often auditory processors they want to talk about something immediately men tend to look at that as not very respectful not very intelligent they tend to think if a woman is bringing an idea up she's ready to make a decision no she's got five more days to think about it out loud and talk to you about it so don't don't freak out men if Brent, if women bring things up early in the thought process. Don't put them down for having stupid thoughts. Allow them to begin to think things through and think of possibilities and verbalize that to you. And men, don't drop bombs on your uh, on your wife or your partner. You don't want to think something through and think she's just going to agree with you because you've thought it all through because she needs to process it too. So you've got another five days. So if you're going to ruminate, 
ruminate, you may as well bring it up earlier that you're ruminating about something so they can begin thinking about it too. Otherwise, you both are going to reject each other in your communication styles. So you have to understand how each other thinks. And this can go to male to male, female to female. It all depends on how you work it. But all relationships have the dynamic and we have to understand, are we both going to be verbal processors? If we are, there's going to be a lot of talking and not a lot of decisions. If we're going to be ruminative processors, there's not going to be a lot of talking. It's going to be rather boring. And then people are going to bring up thoughts and reject each other right away because they haven't thought them through or they kept the thoughts back from each other. So they feel betrayed. You know, we want to spot someone that catches your attention, makes your pupils dilate with interest and enthusiasm. And you want to pay attention to whether or not they can see the dream you envisioned for your life. And if they can share in your delight and accept you for who you are today, not for who you can be, then you have found maybe your soulmate. So relationships can probably, you know, all agree they're tricky business at the best of times and getting from a, 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 a swipe right on Tinder or making it past the first date, then sailing into the official relationship territory. Well, it can feel a lot like running the gauntlet that you, you've been incredibly poorly prepared for. But if you manage to make it successful into to, to, to being a couple, you know, slaps on the backs and clinking the glasses from all of us. You know, the next question you need to ask yourself, is this really the one? And we don't know because now we have to evaluate everything based on trust. So we do not trust people initially. And if we do dive into trust, we're a fool. So the bottom line is what we want to have is when we join a new relationship is have faith that the person is who they say they are. That means I'm going to behave like I can trust you until I can trust you. And once again, you know, as you work your way towards trust, the trust is the binder of the book. And if your partner respects trust and doesn't do white lies and doesn't do all the ego protection crap, then you probably have the ingredients of a good partner. If you have a partner that is very diplomatic and careful about what they have to say, that's probably not the partner for you because they create trust issues, which will continue to be arguments throughout the course of your life. If people want to have a respectful, honest relationship, then don't make trust an issue. Every conflict you ever have will be a trust issue. And so, yes, you can meet what's called your soulmate. soulmate, soulmate lie, then they may not be the kind of person that you want to be with. You know, the bottom line is we also tend to project what we want onto other people. Some things that we have flaws, we project on our partner. And when we do that, that can create enormous amounts of problems in a relationship. So the bottom line is we want to be respectful of the idea that we also have problems. And sometimes we have a yearning, especially with what's called a soulmate, to project on the other person what we hate about ourselves. Regardless of whether you're on board with the idea that there's just a single person out there among 7.6 billion people on earth that you're destined to spend the rest of your life with, the fact remains that some people are just better suited for each other. 
you know, and when you found the one, the relationship can flow and things are fairly easy. But once again, we have to have a growth mentality. That means that we're not going to just be where we are. We're going to grow together. So we have to understand each other's viewpoints, perceptions, and either accept them or feel the same way. And if a relationship is characterized by conflict and strife and butting heads on a regular basis, that likely tells you the compatibility is not there. So a huge indicator that you found the one is, is just the ease of being with the person. If you feel at home and totally comfortable and able to, to be yourself, pay attention to how we feel when we're around someone is very important. Do you feel calm, at peace, genuinely happy? That's a really strong indicator. You know, trusting your gut feeling can feel like a leap of faith. So how about a checklist that maybe have some uh, some uh, uh, fact-based indicators instead? You know, the surefire indicator of a relationship being the real deal is that you don't experience that out-of-sight, out-of-mind phenomenon when your partner isn't around. You know, uh, um You'll tend to think about them a whole lot, almost all the time, in fact. That's an indicator that that person may be someone you need in your life. Also, uh, there was a, a Stony Brook, uh, New York Stony Brook University suggested in a, in, a, in a study that they did back in 2005. That's because real love and genuine attachment actually alter the biological reactions taking place in our brain. So when you think about the one, you'll get a surge of happiness boosting neurotransmitter dopamine plus uh, uh, lighting up of the brain's uh, reward centers. And all of that makes us feel warm and fuzzy, which is why we're more likely to keep indulging in these thoughts regularly because we're enjoying the dosage that we're getting, especially in the earlier stages of a relationship when the effects are very, very, very potent. But the one is not going to try and change you. They are a person who will accept you for who you are and become your biggest supporter. You know, broadly speaking, that can be true. However, one way in which they will inevitably and, and unintentionally change you is by influencing your daily pronoun use. <laughs> you know, people who feel deeply connected to their partner are more likely to use plural pronouns like we and us rather than I or me. And so when we have what's called a soulmate, that we have a tendency to think for both of us. And that's a really good sign because that's what we need to do in a relationship. If you look at it from a Christian perspective, just a Christian perspective, the idea is that when a man and a woman are together or a woman, one, a man, a man, you can actually measure your relationship with God based on how centered you put your partner in your decisions and in your life. Your relationship is God, uh, with God God is synonymous with your relationship on earth with your partner. How you love them is reflective of how you love God. And if you have children, how you love your children is reflective of how God loved you. And so it's really important and or how you feel God loves you, which is even more important. All right. We're going to talk keep talking about the tricky aspects of, of finding the, the one, the soulmate in our life. So come back. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
Dr. Gary Bell is available for speaking engagements as well as teaching at your seminar or workshop and life coaching via telephone Skype or in person in the Seattle area. Dr. Bell brings his no-nonsense, straight-from-the-hip discussions each week on the show, but it doesn't stop there. Learn about motivation and psychology, one-couple marriage repair, a two-day workshop in Seattle, and more. Visit drgbmft.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856. Unravel the mysteries of metaphysics every week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join host Barb Crowley as she and her insightful guest share what's been learned behind the veil, going just beyond our five senses. Now you can see things with an entirely different point of view. Tune in for Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil, broadcasting live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Use it to explore your advantage and deeper understanding. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now, back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back, everybody. All right, we're talking about finding your soulmate. You know, uh, a willingness to fight for the success of your relationship is what really sets the one, the soulmate relationship apart, even more so about how compatible two people might be on paper. And so it's really a test of your will, of your strength, of your uh, ability to be resourceful and be able to uh, uh, respond rather than react to the things that your partner does. To be resilient is an important aspect of being in a relationship. Everyone is unhappy in their relationship, naturally blames it on the, the, the facade of compatibility. But they fail to realize and comprehend that a successful relationship does not hinge its posterity on how alike you are. Instead, it hangs on the sheer willpower and the want to stay in the relationship. You need to keep in mind that finding the one doesn't mean finding a clone of you shares exactly the same passions or meets your exact expectations. It means finding someone who is prepared to make your relationship work and you're prepared to do the same. And relationships aren't all about romantic getaways and butterflies. They can be hard work and you do have to be prepared to build solid foundations and to have problems and those foundations help you solve them. You know, you know, relationships uh, where where the kind of behavior of sacrificing and, and committing is important 
are, are, are often very infrequent to find. But if you do find it, you want to make it go the distance. And that's where your will comes in. And so it's important for us to preserve our relationship. The integrity of our relationship means that what we do when no one else is around is conducive to our relationship rather than what we do when no one else is around and we don't care about our relationship. That can be very destructive. You know, it's perfectly normal for your partner to share an occasional picture of you, but happy couples are busy enjoying each other's company in the present. This means that they're not going to stop enjoying each other's company just to post a status snap of a, or a selfie. That's why you have to be very cautious in viewing these Facebooks where everybody looks perfect because oftentimes they look perfect for the moment, but they're not in their life. You know, those around us have such an impact on our love lives, and it's common to want to marshal support for you building a romance. But if you have somebody that draws away from someone that you feel good about and you feel like is a soulmate, you don't you may want to uh, uh, either up there, especially if they share the same view that you have or the same same idea of mistrust you may want to take a good listen to that so that you can get an objective view. But the other part of it is you also need to make your own decision for yourself. And that's ultimately who you want to be. Otherwise, you're going to resent people that you make a decision for them rather than who you are and what you want. And, you know, I understand if you're genuinely excited about the prospect of being with someone, but you're no longer looking around to see what else is out there. That can be a great relief in our life. You know, but you want to find somebody you look up to, you admire and you respect. And it's really hard to do that when you find a liar. You know, but if sex is the only thing you do together when you're managed to carve out time together, you know, that may not last. Sex is great and you should be having lots of it. But it's important to build a stronger emotional bond beyond that. And and if all your plans somehow incorporate time alone where you might be able to have sex, then the alarm bells should start ringing. And, And with the one, you need to be able to have fun around each other without the need for sex. You know, and when you're synced with your partner, you're fully present with that person, mind and body. In a romantic relationship, it's important to feel connected to someone in this way. But when the connection is there, we... We feel seen, we feel heard, we feel valued, respected, and cherished. You know, and scientists have found that some couples are so in tune with their brains beginning to work in sync. And that means they've reached a state in which their nervous systems are, are ticking over in harmony, helping them to read each other's thoughts and emotions. That is a great place to be. You know, but we have to look at signs. You know, the love bomb is an amazing feeling of finding that soulmate. You have to feel so comfortable, especially when those feelings are reciprocated. What a relief to have someone in your life like that. While many people don't believe in soulmates, it's nice to think that there's someone out there or or even a few people who is ideally matched for you, you know, uh, and, and wondering who is the best match. And there's no test that will help determine if you found your soulmate. To figure it out, you just have to know it. You have to feel it in your gut. 
and that this person is the right one for you. And I know it sounds silly, but when you get that feeling, you'll know what it means. And you should feel energized by their presence, comfortable enough to completely open up and just giddy with love. And of course, connections manifest in different ways for everybody. You know, uh, sometimes a friendship is the best foundation for any relationship. Why do you think so many uh, 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 people come together as best friends forever? You know, if you're in a trusting, positive relationship with someone else, that's an amazing sign. And that's important to understand, uh, to have that and to value that in your life. You know, when people trust each other, you can love someone and not trust them. But when you trust the love always grows. That's the that's the foundation. That's the bed. That's the garden of where we grow our love is trust. And so when you have two people that trust each other, they cannot see each other for 10 years. But when they come back together, everything just explodes and everything goes on forward and their relationship grows and grows and grows. Also, you spend so much time with your significant other. Uh, so, so being with them should make you feel at home and at peace. And of course, there'll probably be butterflies and nerves at first, but after you get comfortable with each other, it should just feel natural, you know, and, and you should know that when you're around somebody that you feel is your soulmate. And, and, and when they fail a test, you might as well have failed it because in a sense, you feel each other's feelings. And since you upset, they're upset, upset you, you conversely, you share each other's happiness. So, uh, you know, uh, no one is more proud uh, of their their uh, uh, partner than when they succeed and nothing makes you happier. That's an important component of life. And when you're with a partner who speaks to your soul, that's an important ingredient that you feel what they feel. You support what they want. They support what you want. You know, a relationship is nothing without respect, which respect is listening, not talking. It's listening and being a good listener. And so, you know, if a person doesn't admire you for who they are, they're probably not your soulmate. That means they're not willing to hear you. And so a lot of people in marriage don't value communication. Unfortunately, that's what makes us attractive to each other is our verbal and our nonverbal communication. You know, you should appreciate and love and always treat your partner well. You know, you also need to take accountability for when, you, for when you're a turd. But a lot of people won't. They'll project and blame their partner because they're narcissistic. And we have a lot of that in society today. A lot of very selfish, self-oriented, unempathetic people that are moving through life looking for success in what they do rather than what they think or who they are or actually someone who creates memories and moments and meaning in their life. You know, you don't have to be a, a replica of your mate. You can also have different temperaments, upbringings, backgrounds, and still be meant for each other. The important part comes when you see how you two, as very different people, come together. If you're impatient, maybe it's good to be with a patient partner. Maybe they'll measure you out in that way. You know, does your chill nature complement someone's anxious demeanor? Does your love for environment match well with their interest in engineering or, or motors or things that create pollution? You know, yin and yang is a very real concept. Having those opposites sometimes does attract. Having those components in a relationship does attract. But being all opposite of each other can be horrible in any kind of relationship because you're both going to be always tugging for power from one side to the other.
You know, you may never able to decide what, what show or what restaurant you want to go to or what kind of uh, stuff you want on what you eat. But if you're totally on the same page, that can also be boring, too. We want to push each other. And that's an important uh, part of being a soulmate is that we're willing to integrate parts of each other that don't belong to each other. That's respectful. Also, speaking of important things, when it comes to life goals, uh, you may not have similar plans. You know, you, you may both not want the same career. You may both not want the same college, but you both need to agree on where you want to end up and where you want to start a family and where you want to start a life together. And obviously, there's going to be compromise in that. But you have to agree on the big stuff. And that's a good predictor of a long-term relationship. And character, the defining moment of character for any person is every decision that they make. What kind of food you like? What, how do you like to spend your days? What kind of habits do you have? What kind of hobbies do you have? What kind of career do you have? What kind of decisions do you want to make in your life? How do you handle money? All these things have Every, how much do you respect your partner? How much are you able to be empathetic? How, how compassionate can you be? You know, in marriage, the main ingredient of it is meaning. Meaning is emotion. It's illogical. And that means that instead of how was your day or what did you do today or who did you talk to, it's how do you feel? How do you feel? That's the main ingredient of a relationship. If you don't get that right and everything is just analytical, that's worthless. Analytical has emptiness to it. It has loneliness to it. And marriage, when it's analytical, can be the loneliest place in the world. That means it's functional, but it's not emotional. Emotions is where people meet each other. Emotions is where people trust each other. Emotions and being that safe harbor to come back to and refuel and share with each other and love each other, that is important. We both have our own natural soul journey, our will journey in our life, our, our purpose and our passions can be very important. But if only one's person and passion, passions and purpose is important, that can drag the other one into the other person's life who has more drive, who has more character, and that person just gets dragged along and they form resentment over time. You know, the, the most important ingredient is to be totally yourself, you know, and also the willingness to fight for your partner, be loyal and fight for the existence of you as a couple and your soul's partner's needs. This often means compromising, working on yourself, talking through issues. You know, maybe your jealousy has become a problem. If you talk to somebody about it, that might help you. You know, if your habits are getting in the way of the relationship, that's a responsibility for you to handle in order to respect your partner. Very important ingredients of what we need as people. You know, if you're your biggest fans, that's an incredible thing. It's an incredible thing, and it teaches your children great lessons. You know, if, if you feel each other's pain, that's an ingredient of a healthy relationship, such an important component. You know, if there's intense chemistry, that's a physical aspect of a relationship that's really important for your soulmate. And if you want to have that growth area of being a soulmate, you invest your time in understanding each other's pain and making sure that you are there for each other without judgment. You know, if you're secure in the relationship and you want to be around each other and you don't judge each other, but you support each other, you don't tell each other what to do. You don't do it. Don't tell someone what to do in your relationship. You know, just express your desire to support them. 
let them make choices for themselves unless they ask you for your opinion. Just shut up and validate. I get it. I understand. So you feel like this. I get it. That's your job. All this other crap about what you feel and what you think is irrelevant unless you're asked. As soon as your hormones kick in, we tend to gravitate to the notion that we found our soulmate or even the idea that there's someone out there who matches our personality and our characteristics perfectly, which makes them a perfect match. Well, you know, many of us are exclusive relationships and can really say we've met our soulmate. That's just not the case. And for the percentage of us who think we've met our soulmate, many of us can say that they are a hundred percent perfect no that's not going to be the case so coming from a biblical standpoint is there's nowhere in the bible that states that god has made us a soulmate that we must be with you know uh, it, it, god rec- uh, created eve because he stated that man should not live alone yeah not that the man has to have a perfect match However, there's multiple places in the Bible that says that God's love is sufficient for us. And, you know, if we find the one whom our soul loves, not our soul mate, we are very fortunate in this life. You know, life's not meant to be a fairy tale. There's 7.5 billion people in the world that you can connect with, and you may pass on great opportunities with connections if you're too fixed on a soulmate. And that's a bit of advice. So thanks for listening. That's our show. You know, I love hearing from you. And you can do that at voiceamerica.com, the empowerment channel, Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Now remember, for those of us with weight issues, I'm pretty sure food is your soulmate. Also, if you want a soulmate, get a dog. Also, a soulmate is someone who appreciates your level of weird. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's our show for this week. Please join Dr. Gary Bell for another edition of Absurd Psychology next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now go impress your friends and family with what you've learned today and have them tune in next week so they can be almost as smart as you. 